0: Hello and welcome back to My positive These are your hosts, Mari. And i And today we'll be talking a little bit more about representation. And I know you guys are probably sick of the subject, but there's a very important part of it that we haven't covered yet. And that is representation of male bisexuality and male queerness in uh, media. Uh, and by media, I mean books, TV shows, movies, you know real-life media figures, um, et cetera. So first of all, I wanted to start with probably one of the oldest representations that I can think of uh, and that really left an impact on my life is a picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, if you haven't read it, is a book by Oscar Wilde. It's a timeless classic. Oscar Wilde himself was a quite the homosexual gentleman. <laughs> and the book is about a narcissistic young man who has a portrait of himself Mm -hmm. painted and then instead of getting old, him getting old, the portrait gets old. And so he basically goes into the spiral of narcissistic, hedonistic kind of life and then eventually he dies and it's very tragic. So it's not maybe the best portrayal just because he's so self-absorbed and self-involved and he, you know, uses people a lot in the book. Uh, But it does um, state that he sleeps around with, Maybe, a lot of people maybe we should do an episode about psychopathy and uh, yeah we and should bisexuality. we should we should and the way it's portrayed in the media but it's just interesting to see how this is kind of probably one of the most classic mm-hmm. books i think it's on every school curriculum and it's so casual about the fact that yeah and so many adaptation also yeah yeah uh, the um the the most recent adaptation with uh what's his name ben barnes is that his name Prince Caspian, that guy. Yeah, yeah, that one. It's a, it's an amazing movie. Go see it, and please read the book because it's a, it's a masterpiece. And another book that I wanted to discuss, and that's something that is quite recent. It's a book called Captive Prince. It's written by C.S. Peckett. I'm not sure how to pronounce um, their last name. Um, it's a trilogy. It's quite problematic in itself sometimes because it does deal with slavery, um, mm-hmm. but. One of the main characters is at least bisexual. He has a girlfriend in the beginning, and then he ends up falling in love with a foreign prince, who's also his captor. So that's, <laughs> you know, kind of a little bit problematic. There's a lot of violence in it. There's a lot of sort of bloody scenes going on. But in the end, the romance actually is quite clean. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a very gratifying ending. Uh, and it's a very interesting journey to see their relationship develop. But it's also, I love how casual it is that the main character, from whose point of view the book is kind of written, that he is casually bisexual. Yeah. And it's fine. And it's, uh, I think <laughs> I'm
1: going to talk a lot about my study results, uh, because as you probably know, I've studied um, representation of LGBTQ women in the media and their in its impact on, on, on identity and self-esteem, but one of the results is that it's very important to have those characters where it's, okay, completely casual to be gay or bi, Mm -hmm. um, where it's not a thing, Mm -hmm. where it's just, like, this world where it's normal, easy, there's no no big deal about it, and it's something that people seem to enjoy, Mm. and that seems to be very important when it comes to using representation to help you, like, accept
0: yourself. The interesting part uh, about this book that I think is kind of along the lines of what you mentioned is that in the the foreign land that the main character arrives in, homosexual relationships are actually encouraged because they would not breed um, bastard children. Yeah. So it's birth control. It's yeah, it's a kind of birth control, and it's really interesting uh, to see that casual, you know, so casually mentioned in a in a cultural sense. And the world building in the series is amazing. So I would say read it. If you're squeamish about the whole violence aspect of it, maybe ease into it. Uh, But it's a very interesting take on on male sexuality um, that is not often talked about. And also, it's one of the few good male gay books (laughs) that are actually well-written because there is a lot of bad homoerotic fiction out there. Speaking of bad homoerotic fiction, let's talk about (laughs) Call Me By Your Name. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I
1: don't know if we're going to have. To all I mean, we might piss off a few people with that, but yeah, call me by your name is so problematic. I mean, I understand it's a, it's a the movie is well done. I guess it's a, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a pretty movie, and yeah, we're talking about uh, uh, same sex, uh, same, same gender relationship in a, in mainstream media. But there are so many issues with this movie, uh-huh. starting with the not so much the age difference, which is not that huge, but the fact that one of them is basically a teenager and the other an adult. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and uh, there's a lot of things in that movie that that don't resonate well with us. Let's say that, and are just we just see them as a way to perpetuate negative stereotypes about about queer men. Yeah. And also we have we don't have a happy ending.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: because, spoiler alert... Spoiler alert,
0: one yeah. of the guys ends up um, returning back to America once he came and w- marrying a woman. Yeah, so either... it's Okay, it's
1: it's not a happy ending, again, like, from for that relationship.
0: Yeah. But also,
1: it kind of, you know, he marries a woman, so if the guy is bi, again, we have the bi guy, or the bi character, who ends up... Experimenting? In, experimenting, and then... Marrying someone of the what is socially acceptable in a way that is socially acceptable, so which is one of the most hurtful stereotype even to date in the LGBTQ community.
0: And to add to that, uh, there's another example that, surprisingly enough, is quite deep: is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yeah. Um, And I'm not talking about Dr. Frankenfurter because there's, like, a whole episode to be done on that (laughs) character alone. But I'm talking more about, like, the the main character, whatever his name is, I don't remember. I don't remember. Janet's
1: fiancé. Yeah, the guy.
0: The guy. Who, like, he he is the object of certain advances. um, And there are certain moments that lead the audience to believe that there is something going on Mm -hmm. with his sexuality as well. It's not... Like, very explicitly explored, but for that time it was huge because the movie was made in like the early 90s or something, right? So, yeah. it's that's that's one that I really wanted to mention. And out of the more recent ones, of course, we have to talk about Jack Harkness in Torchwood. Oh, yeah. Because he is an amazing bisexual character. This character is is just amazing. His character is amazing. He's smart. He is charming. He falls in love and ends up, you know, quite heartbroken. Spoiler alert, I guess. Um, But still, you know, he's a really good positive character. But in, in, in Torchwood, there is no happy love story. No, there is not. No, but there is a love story, though, and I think that one was quite touching. Yeah, And the fa- the way that it developed was pretty natural, in my mm-hmm. opinion. They didn't, like, jump into it just one episode to be like, oh, by the way, he also likes guys. And he when he appears in Doctor Who, sometimes he also flirts shamelessly with the Doctor. <laughs> so, like, there's, there's a lot of things going on and, of course, there's this famous scene where he is, you know, back in And during the war period, he's dancing with another male officer. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. That was a beautiful scene. I loved that episode. I really loved it. And also, out of slightly more recent ones, I want to talk a little bit about Lucifer, whom I mentioned before in an episode, Um, just because there is a very recent uh, Lucifer episode where he is supposed to go undercover and act as part of a... A gay couple um, <laughs> yeah. which which was quite hilarious and the way tom ellis plays the character is it's quite comfortable in his sexuality um and of course he also makes these like jokes and and um innuendos about the fact that he is absolutely okay with you know attentions from any gender um And this might sound a little bit... Well, there's also Daryl Whitefeather. Of course. Forgot Daryl Whitefeather from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Again, amazing father, is in a loving relationship, discovers his bisexuality, embraces
1: it in a song... I mean the relationship doesn't really work out though. Shh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean not, rooting, but it has nothing to do with him being bi. Exactly. If it doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah. Or them being being um, being queer.
0: Yeah.
1: Um it the what, what what breaks them apart, at least at that point in the story.
0: <laughs> and I also love the fact not... that in the in the show, like his ex wife never made a stab at that. No, never. Like she never used his bisexuality against him. Yeah. Which I think is a little unrealistic in a way, but it's also quite nice to see
1: that
0: yeah. a character I mean, sexuality I, is being used as a tool.
1: I don't think the show needs that mm-hmm. to work, and and it's good. And yeah. the, the the issues that break them up is uh, is something that could happen in uh, any couple. Yeah, and also it's again it's something that does matter to me that they really use the label.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, and it's it's needed. It, it's needed in fiction.
0: Yeah. And also, I actually remember that a couple of days ago. But there was one particular cartoon that has that was like the ultimate bisexual awakening, the Road to El Dorado. It it's you should watch it. It's a great cartoon. It is done by Fox. I want to say mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It's not a Disney movie as far as mm-hmm. I can remember. But basically, the the two um, main characters, mm-hmm. Tulio and Miguel, they. Discover, discover El Dorado and they pretend to be gods okay. and then the locals discover that they're not and there's an evil plot. Um, meanwhile, uh, there's this girl who is kind of like a palace servant or something. And so, the three of them has a, have a very interesting relationship because she had, she gets that they're not gods. <laughs> and so, she's like, y'all are full of shit. <laughs> so, I want in on the deal. And she agrees to help them to teach them the local customs so they can take advantage and she also gets a cut, and she gets to get out of El Dorado. Okay. Um, the one of the characters falls in love with her. Well, they, both of them kind of like her, but the thing is, the chemistry between them is very undeniable. Mm-hmm. The fact that one of them wears a red shirt and one of them wears mm-hmm. a blue shirt is already like Ugh, okay. Yeah. Um, also, there is a rumor, which I'm not. I don't know if it's true or not, but there's apparently um, a frame where. They depicted a kiss between the two characters, and you can see the gif. Like, if you if you Google mm-hmm. the gif, you can find it, and I'm not sure if it's real or not, but they say that they were supposed to be in a relationship. Like, the, in the beginning, the way the idea for the cartoon was developed is that they would actually be together. But, of course, that was early 2000s. It was never going to happen in a children's cartoon. Yeah. No. So, but it's still a very, like, interesting cartoon to, to take a look at when you're an adult. It has a lot of adult jokes um, that completely fly over the heads of some children. Thank God. Um, um, but it's 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 one of those shows where there's definitely some form of chemistry between the two characters that you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> and maybe let's talk also about anime and manga. <laughs> okay, well, since you twisted my arm. Um, <laughs> of course, I cannot... Not to talk about male bisexuality and not talk about Yuri on Ice. It, is it bi, though? I think... So, Victor for sure is, because the thing is, it's very difficult to tell, because in Japanese, there are no gendered nouns. So, when he asks... There is a scene where he asks Yuri about his past um, lovers. Mm-hmm. He uses the word koibito, which is lover in yeah. Japanese. But um, in the subtitles, they officially translated it as a girlfriend. In the dub, they translated it as a lover. Okay. So, you can't really tell. Um, but there is um a scene where Victor is walking past a crowd and all the fangirls are screeching and there is one dude who has like hearts in his eyes. And it's completely like yeah, in that. And also the coloring of the show, I'm just saying they wore pink and blue suits for their final skate together. Yeah. So there's no. a lot of hints towards that.
1: No, when yeah, the, 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 the fact that they're act- like the, the relationship between the two of them doesn't make any doubt. I mean it's very yeah. clear. But it's all about yeah, are they bio-gay?
0: Well, Yuri also said in the first episode that he used to be in love with his childhood friend, who's a yeah. girl, but that's that also could go both ways. I would say that they're at least queer. Um, they're queer they're, they're definitely queer um, I'm not sure if they're bisexual or not but I think it's a very important um, show just to see that it can happen it's a little bit of a stereotype that all skaters are gay <laughs> true
1: no it's actually I do like that, that anime and, and, it's, and it's very well done I, and it's overall a good representation I
0: mean for an anime Oh, it also has a minor character who is rumored to be in a relationship with uh, another man. Yeah, um, he's also a bit of a perv, um, but you know, still <laughs> that's not <that's> a good <laughs> representation. Then um, there's another character that I really wanted to talk about is Grell Sutcliff from Black Butler, another sh- the show that I mentioned before, mm-hmm. which was quite problematic. But Grell is a very interesting character because, and I I really want to be careful with pronouns here because we don't actually know whether Grell is male or female. Mm-hmm. Supposedly physically male, but Grell dresses up mm-hmm. uh, in female clothing all the time. Refers to themselves in the female mm-hmm. gender. Yeah, um, falls in love with the main um, mm-hmm. the, the butler character and is quite annoying about mm-hmm. it. But it it's kind of like. I don't know. Grell has um, eyes for for mm-hmm. kind of both genders, and also they're a god of death, so they don't really care about <laughs> yeah <laughs> gender identity and sexuality. But they're a very interesting queer character um, to to remember because it's also like Black Butler is one of those gateway shows that you absolutely watch if you're into anime, and it Grell flies over people's heads a lot. He's like the funny queer character, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah, there's comic relief.
1: And maybe um, to finish, we, we should maybe mention also Love, Simon.
0: Yes, let's talk about Love, Simon.
1: Because it's, uh, it's, um, I mean, it's uh, the, the last, I mean, came out. I mean, not, here, not in the Netherlands. Here we don't, it's still not, the, the movie's still not out here. So we haven't seen it. I don't really um, want to make a joke about the movie
0: and coming out. Of course,
1: uh, <laughs> it's still not out, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's great that we have this mainstream movie that makes it like that has uh, that already made a lot of money in the US um, and that has a happy ending. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, mm-hmm. And yes, we do watch plots even if we haven't. We read about plots even if we haven't uh, watched the movie yet it's uh the we don't actually don't know if i mean the main character is gay i don't know if the uh, love interest in the in the movie is gay or bi but the actor who plays uh i mean one of the love interests is has uh recently uh, came out as as uh, as bi uh it's um i i will not be able to pronounce his name
0: Kenan something <laughs>
1: yeah just Kanan lonsdale the guy who also uh, plays in flash mm-hmm. the tv show i haven't seen it he came out after shooting the movie, and so he came out more as queer, um, like knowable thing, which I totally respect in in real life. Um, I understand that it's label can be sometimes a little bit confusing, but he came out on his Instagram uh, saying that he liked both uh, boys and girls. And uh, he its really interesting the way he talks about it because he says that when he um, on the on the on the set of Love Simon, he wasn't out; he was shooting. An LGBTQ movie with an out director, but wasn't out on the set, and even though he was in a relationship with a man at the time, so it was even more like, of course, you're still very much bi when you are in a relationship with the opposite gender. I, mean, I hate the term opposite gender, but mm-hmm. um, someone from a different gender. Uh, so he he just didn't. He came out only on the last day on the wrap party like yeah. that that day and he didn't feel comfortable enough doing it before so i think and he talks about it he mm-hmm. talks about it and i think it's great it's great because he, he it makes people see how difficult it can be to come out mm-hmm. even in an a favorable environment Absolutely. and that's what it does now being public about it being open about it, and especially as a man, because we have maybe more example, recent examples, of women coming out as bi, or queer in that case. He's talking about it, and in a way that is really relatable.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure that this movie is going to be quite the hit for the summer, when it finally comes out here in the Netherlands. We're still waiting on that. But um, the people who have seen the movie, please tell us in on Twitter or by email if you'd like, what you liked about the movie? What are some of the things that could have been done better? Because there's always room for improvement. Um, but it's very nice to see that there is like a young adult romance that has queer characters and that has queer cast as well. It's it's very healthy and very good for us. No queer mating
1: so hopefully, good hopefully hopefully there's no, no queer there's baiting. no queer baiting in really
0: the movie so so good i'll be really mad if there's queer baiting. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway is there anything else that we should have mentioned of course there is so if is there any portrayal that we might have overlooked that is equally as important as the ones that we mentioned please tell us otherwise we will talk to you next week
1: Bye.